on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. Obviously, RT and BBC back on all the front pages again. If you don't care about the RT story, uh, not really much point buying a paper this morning, I have to be honest, because it's pages 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and some of them probably going to be the same tomorrow or worse. So if you're interested in the story, lots in the papers. If you don't care... Um, not much reading. Well, there's a good bit of sport in the papers too. Apart from that, not a lot. The Irish Daily Star gets the headline of the morning, Pack, Sack and Crack, which is PAC, because Ryan Tuberty is appearing before the uh, Public Accounts Committee. The news that some top brass are being let go from RT. And then also Crack, because today is being described as the greatest showdown. Ryan Tuberty will be grilled for six hours when he appears before two Oireachtas committees today and will be joined by his agent, Noel Kelly. That's the front of the Irish Daily Star. The Irish Sun goes with Tubbs' late, late showdown. Under fire, Ryan Tuberty will today be grilled by politicians over his undeclared €345,000 in pay and his RT future hangs in the balance. A lot of the papers going with how this is sort of the most important day in Ryan Tuberty's life. Uh, so the Irish Daily Mirror, to whom it concerns, it's the late, late showdown. Ryan Tuberty faces the fight of his life today. Bit dramatic. People have other issues going on in their lives apart from their jobs. But anyway, he faces the fight of his life, apparently, as he tries to save his career before two Oireachtas committees. And uh, then the papers obviously cover Kevin Backhurst and uh, his press conference yesterday and the question over Ryan Tuberty's future because Kevin Backhurst um, said that a decision on Ryan Tuberty's future is going to be taken soon for Ryan's sake and for Ortiz's sake. So I think Kevin Backhurst either has made up his mind or he's going to watch these committees and see then when chatting to colleagues what they'll do with Ryan Tuberty. Irish Daily Mail, day one of the job from hell. They focus more on Mr. Backhurst than Mr. Tuberty. New RT boss oust executive board to rebuild trust after shameful period. No decision yet on Tuberty's return. And uh, to cap it all, uh, we'll come back to that in a story in the, there's another story to do with RT in the papers as well. We'll come back to, but that's the front of the Irish Daily Mail, the front of the Irish Independent. RT staff now key to Tuberty's future as star faces the old grilling presenter and agent face marathon quiz by politicians. Then we go to the Irish Examiner, Tuberty and agent to face Dahl Grilling, Ryan Tuberty will be fighting for his career today when he faces a grilling over secret payments at two Oireachtas committees. And finally, the Irish Times goes with Tuberty's future on the line as presenter goes before the Oireachtas. So, interesting, the papers all feeling the same way that this is the fight of Ryan Tuberty's life. Now, you can follow the proceedings live on Newstalk.com from 11am. We'll also have a live blog running too, so you won't miss a beat. And later on this evening, Kevin Backhurst, the new Director General at RTE, will be live in this very studio with Kieran Cuddy on the hard shoulder, I think from around five, but tune in from four just in case uh, you won't want to miss Kevin Backhurst there. The other story I was mentioning to cap it all is that um, the canteen in RTE has been closed over a suspected rat infestation. The main staff canteen at RTE in Montrose closed after evidence of rodents was discovered in the building. And you do sort of think to yourself, what more can the staff take here? Uh, This is the second time this year that the facility in Donnybrook, South Dublin, has been shut down due to the suspected presence of rats or mice. 
so a bit of a headache for staff there and obviously not the ideal day to have the canteen closed due to a rat infestation when you've all of the media in RTE and hearing gossip and rumours about this. So uh, you can read more about that in the Irish Times. BBC is on the front of a number of the British papers this morning, essentially being the dramatic twist that we have lawyers for the young person involved um, whose mother has made allegations about a male BBC presenter and essentially the lawyers for the young person involved saying that it's absolutely not true. So while the Irish newspapers are flat out covering RTE, the British papers are covering the BBC. So there's a lot about media in the uh, papers today. And we have another RTE story in the papers as well, the Irish Examiner, which is about GAA Go. So GAA Go is um, under the spotlight <coughs> at the Arachta Sport and Media Committee tomorrow and we have some opening statements in the Irish Examiner uh, which says that they are going to tell TDs and Senators that it's unrealistic to expect every GAA inter-county match to be on TV. So they're going to be in defending GAA Go co- coverage of this year's All-Ireland Championships and some of the opening statements to the committee uh, will say that the GAA will address what it calls some unfortunate commentary around coverage of an inter-county match earlier this year. A reminder, GAA Go is a joint venture between the GAA and RTE and they've the exclusive rights to 38 live matches in this year's championships uh, which kind of fills the gap that Sky had um, do you remember Sky used to do this as well? Well, then GAA Go came in and obviously a lot of people weren't happy with the lack of availability of some matches on terrestrial TV and instead you had to pay your subscription there for about 12 quid or a pass for a season costing €79. Euro. The GAA is going to say that the GAA Go service has existed and flourished for eight years. The new arrangements and schedule were launched six months before a ball was even pucked, but a date change for one game that was beyond our control, the fantastic match that followed and some unfortunate commentary around coverage set us on a difficult tra- trajectory for the summer. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch tomorrow in case you aren't fed up of Oireachtas committees um, today or indeed on Thursday when Kevin Backhurst is back at another committee meeting as well. In other news from the paper's big survey from Pennies, you may have heard some of this yesterday. Essentially, Pennies did their latest Pulse of the Nation survey looking at how we feel about shopping. Now, the Irish Daily Mail has uh, an in-depth look at the survey today And you would think that, you know, when you sort of read things online, you think everybody's shopping online these days. It's not actually true. The hassle of returning goods bought online and the need to get out and about is seeing more consumers returning to in-store shopping. More than 60% of Irish consumers prefer shopping in-store as opposed to online. Uh, I'm Well, certainly with my supermarket shopping, I much prefer to do that online than going in-store a lot of hassle and a lot less time to do it online. But the research sampled 1,200 participants and sort of is looking at the way we shop these days in Ireland now. Has it changed after the pandemic? Because obviously a lot of online shopping went on during COVID. But the research shows 46% of people are less interested in shopping online today. They say they're frustrated with returning items bought online. Obviously, that can be a lot of hassle. Uh, also, things that they buy not being what they seem. So something that you buy 
uh, isn't as is advertised. 45% of people are annoyed by that. And there's apparently an increased cost of returns that annoys people too. So on the good news front for in-store shopping, more than six out of 10 respondents favour in-person shopping, with the main reasons being that you can actually physically try on the uh, clothes, for example, that you're not sort of wishing and hoping that what you buy online is going to be okay. Also, easier to return the items if they don't fit or you don't like them anymore and you don't have to wait for deliveries. So, obviously, online, instant gratification when you buy it and then you're waiting a week for something to arrive. At least in a shop, you can bring it home with you. Another finding, though, was how respondents value shopping in their local area. So, 79% of people say they prefer shopping in their local town. Uh, so going into town still very, very popular with people. And 43% of respondents said that they're spending more now in their local area than they would have done before the COVID pandemic. And 42% of people are willing to pay more in order to support local businesses there. So uh, Amorok, who did the research, are saying that we sort of had this narrative emerging that the future of retail was online. But actually, in the last year and a half, that's not true because we're going back to pre-COVID now and want to shop in-store. So obviously Irish people still love going to town, going into the shop uh, and chatting to people, maybe being a bit social. It's kind of a hollow experience shopping online. So anyway, if you want to read more about the Pulse of the Nation Index and how we're shopping, there's a full report in the Irish Daily Mail this morning. And those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.